I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Blue Jays Nation Radio with Cam Lewis and Tyler Uremchuk, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Episode 117 of Blue Jays Nation Radio Playoff Preview Edition. Pew, 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 pew. This is our first ever playoff edition of Blue Jays Nation Radio because we started doing it last season, 2021, and the Jays finished just shy of reaching the playoffs last year with 91 wins. This year, though, they got 92 wins and made it into the big dance. So here we are. We're back. In the playoffs for the first time since... Now, personally, I don't really consider the 2020 yeah. playoffs the real playoffs. It was a nice half-playoff, playoff warm-up for the young guys to be a part of. and there was, But there was no atmosphere down at the Trop. And that's I think Bo even said that. Bo said that. He was like... The question going around uh, the Jays was, Oh, like, how excited are you for being in Toronto for the playoff atmosphere? 2015, 2016, Jose Bautista, Edwin Encarnacion, walk-off. Exciting stuff. And he says... There was no atmosphere at the Trop, which is 100% accurate. There was like 600 people there. It was boring. It doesn't really count. This is the first real playoff since 2015 and 2016. It's very exciting. On a scale of 1 to 10, are you at all irritated it's a 4 o'clock Eastern start? Or do you think it's a Friday, Saturday? Who cares? Like People will be getting off work early in Toronto to go to the game, right? Yeah, I like mean... Like, 4 o'clock start, that shouldn't hurt the atmosphere, is my point. I think it's fine for Toronto. I mean, it's everyone's going to be... everyone. Like you said, it's, everyone's getting off early. Everyone's going to duck out at lunch. They're going to go and have some beers by the water. They're going to go to the game. It sucks for Seattle, to be quite honest with yeah. you. That's their, their, their first playoff appearance since 2001, <laughs> and they're not going to have a home game unless they advance. And these games are only early afternoon in Pacific time zone. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Duck out at lunch and rip home to watch the game at one local time? That sucks. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. It's not that bad. Um, for us here in the mountains. Um, in the, <laughs> the, mountain, best, the best sports time zone. The we best agree. sports we time agree. zone. I'm sure our Toronto listeners love hearing that all it's the true, time. It's true, it's um, true. We're going to have a watch party at our office. We are. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Some beverageinos, perhaps? Yep. I'm going to come in my jersey. I think I'm going to go with a Vlad Guerrero Jr. jersey because I think this is going to be Vlad's playoffs. I think he's going to own these playoffs. That would be perfect because 
Everyone else seems to have come up with a handful of big moments throughout September. And Vladdy was far from... He had his walk-off. He had his walk-off, you're right. But the reality is, and we've said this with Vladdy many, many, many times, is the expectations are so high, you just expect so much. So if he only has one walk-off in September and puts up an 800 OPS, you're like, oh, geez, he's really scuffling. But, you know, the main characters of the month for the Jays, you had Bo early on. He was fantastic. Alec Manoa puts up an all-time great ERA in September. Whit Merrifield's the guy who... Gets hot late in the season, yeah. comes up kind of out of nowhere. Ryan so Tapia had yeah. a couple big games. Like Tapia was this, killing it. This team really down the stretch, and I mean the Baltimore series really doesn't matter because it was barely the Jays even playing in it. Um, but down the stretch, like they really started to find their groove here. Even a guy like uh, like Teoscar Hernandez who struggled. There was a, a handful of issues with his game from lack of hustle to some errors in the field. Um, it even feels like he's starting to figure it out a little bit and, and hit his stride. So I think there are plenty of reasons to be optimistic about this Blue Jays team heading into a mini best of three series against the Seattle Mariners in the postseason. Let's get into it for our friends at DoorDash where they have a special promo for the Toronto Blue Jays. How about this? When the Jays score, you score. When the Jays score five or more runs in a playoff game, you get $5 off at some of Alec Manoa's favorite restaurants on DoorDash the next day. Offer ends when the next game starts. Use the promo code. You don't want to miss this. Five Jays. Five Jays. J-A-Y-S. Not like five letter J's. Five J's is the promo code, and you can get $5 off when the J's score five or more runs in a ball game. So that's an ideal way to celebrate what mm-hmm. we hope will be a big Alec Manoa-led win on Friday afternoon, evening, depending on where in Canada you're watching this from. The next day, buy yourself something nice. Maybe you're hungover from having a few pops. And you it's need DoorDash possible. the next day to, exactly. to save the day. Perhaps. Exactly. Um, okay. Let's break this thing down, Jays and Mariners, and just sort of go through things here a little bit. Because my take, just as a general overview here, is that the Jays are definitely better with the bats. And I think it's a decent margin as well. Am I fair to think that? Yeah, I don't think... I think if you go through and look position by position, and I'm not I'm not going to count pitchers in this just yet. You're looking yeah. at position players. You're looking at the lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a spot in which Seattle has a clear-cut advantage. Okay, our center fielder is better than your center fielder, first base, whatever. The Jays were quietly a very elite offense this year. They were fourth in runs per game, and they were second in weighted runs created, plus behind only the L.A. Dodgers, who, as we know, won like 110 games this year. So the Jays are right up there. And I mean, it might not have felt like 2015 or 2021. We've we've already acknowledged this is more of the 2016 low-key good season, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It didn't feel like the explosive, dominant, kick everyone's ass, offense that it was in those seasons but it was still a very good offense it's very deep especially now at the bottom of the at the bottom of the lineup has gotten going guys like Whit Merrifield, Rymel Tapia like we talked about, Danny Jansen very quietly huge season mm-hmm. at the plate the Jays just have a significant amount uh significantly more depth offensively than the Mariners do I think if you look player by player the only place where they look like they're better is center field with Julio Rodriguez and even then, you're going up against George Springer, who's an one all-time... Of best, yeah. One of the best postseason performers all ever. Time, all-time good playoff performer. And Julio Rodriguez is a rookie, and he's had you know an amazing season. But your first go at this stage is going to be playing in Toronto, probably with a closed dome, and it's going to be really loud and really intense. So you're not going to have your nerves calm down at all because of the atmosphere you're going to be playing in. So player to player, 
the Jays are the better lineup. It's there's 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 really no doubt. Yeah, I I think even the areas, and I read the I read an article at MLB.com where Mike Petrillo went through and he did this right. He broke yeah. down very very well. You can go read the article yourself, position by position. And the spots where you give the Jays an advantage, they're just there are a few where they have such a clear cut advantage behind the plate. Yeah, they have a clear cut advantage. You know, at first base, it, it's maybe close ish, but I will still take Vladimir Guerrero Jr. all day, every day. And the areas where you gave the the M's an advantage, like you said, like MLB.com gave them an, an advantage at third base. Suarez over Chapman. It sounds like they're just trying to be nice. It sound, sounded like they yeah. were writing the article and not to knock anything written in here, but it sounds like they were writing the article and being like, okay, we can't just go Jays with all of these. You can like, make the argument for Suarez over Chapman with the whole body of work this season, but eh, I don't know, in a, in a playoff situation, if I yeah. would rather have him over Chapman. So the Jays are better with the bats. We have now established that nice and early in the podcast. Yes. The one area where even us being the homers we are, probably can't give the edge to the Jays, it's in the rotation. Because this Seattle team has three legitimate high-end arms that they're going to throw out in this series if it goes three games. And while Ross Stripling is a great story and had a great year, the Jays really only have two. So you give Seattle the advantage because they have the third extra arm. The area I'll say where maybe that's not even a concern is I think the Jays' first two arms are better than Seattle's first two arms. The way I'd put it is I think Alec Manoa is pretty clearly the best starter in the series. Yeah. And this is what we talked about so many times and why it was so important that the Jays locked this thing up and got home field set before game 162 so they didn't have to trot him out there for the sake of seeding because it gives you such a significant advantage if you can send this guy out. A 0.88 ERA in the month of September is absolutely bananas and he's going to have the home crowd with him, backing him. And we've known this since day one when he came up and went up against the Yankees. He thrives in these types of situations. His first ever start at Yankee Stadium, no sweat, just a breeze. Doesn't worry about it. Last year, all those important starts down the stretch. This year in September, like... At the beginning of the month, the playoffs weren't necessarily locked up. The home field was very far from locked up, and Alec Manoa was unhittable throughout the entire month. So, I mean, as many good starters as Seattle has, they have Robbie Ray, of course, we know, won the Cy Young last year. They acquire Luis Castillo at the trade deadline. He was magnificent. You have Logan Gilbert, George Kirby. Hard to say which one they're going to pick there. But, I mean, none of these guys, as good as they are, are as good as Alec Manoa. Yeah. And, and it's as simple as that. I think there's a lot of pressure on Manoa in this first game of the series to come through and deliver for this team. Uh, to quote Manoa himself, pressure is something you fill your tires with. I thought that was a confusing yet all-time quote. It was a really weird one to just see that pop up on Instagram just completely devoid of context. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I like, what? what is he talking about? But I would go ahead and say that the Jays' path to victory in this series will be off their strengths. Game one, you need Manoa to be great. I think he's going to yep. be a big part of setting the tone with the building being as vibrant as the building probably will be. But I'll go ahead and say the Jays probably don't win a game this series that they score less than four runs in. I think they're going to need to produce runs to win this series. That I, like Just taking that clip out of context is like the obvious statement. But I think their bats, like that area where they have the clear advantage, they really have to make sure they have the advantage in it. Yeah, absolutely. The Jays are a team that lives and dies with their bats. And I mean, a pitcher, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, a pitcher like Alec Manoa is going to give you a lot of room for error. But it's a little bit less sure what to expect from Kevin Gosman, who's had his difficulties with Babbitt this year. Kevin Gosman's been magnificent for the Blue Jays in replacing Robbie Ray in the rotation. A fantastic signing for the team, great ERA, but 
his one weakness has been weird, inexplicable, batted ball luck. And then Ross Stripling is a, a pretty significant unknown when, you know, his 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 most major roles while playing with the Dodgers when they were uh, doing their playoff runs was as a long man reliever type. It wasn't the same situation where he was one of L.A.'s big three starters when they're going on a playoff run. Yeah. So, again, as great as he was this year, and he's arguably the team's unsung MVP for coming in and filling Hyunjin Ryu's spot in the rotation. Jose Barrios wasn't as good as you expected. Ross Stripling stepped up. He's still a bit of a question mark, and Seattle does have the advantage in this regard, but the bats are going to have to come through, especially in those second and third games. That's key. Yeah, and, that, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. The path to victory for the Jays is, you know, let Manoa set the tone for you. Maybe game one. You know, you're winning that thing 3-1, 3-2, and it'll be real tight. In games two and three, I just think you're going to need this offense to stay hot. Because it is hot right now. It and, is. and I don't think we can ignore that at all. Um, down the stretch, I, I think for the most part, it seemed like the Jays were really picking up a lot of momentum. And it's not like a situation where they're now going to have four days off between the start of the season or whatever. And I don't think that Baltimore series being as weird as it was, I don't no. think that zaps any momentum. Like, that's not a concern of mine. I didn't even think they looked that bad in the Baltimore series, despite how kind of pointless the whole thing seemed and how shitty the weather was. It was raining, muggy, ugly. They had, you know, locked up their playoff spot before that. They had their celebration already, and then it was, you know, they clinched home field because Seattle lost to Detroit, and it was just kind of a weird time, but... You know, they still looked quite good. I mean, you had young guys really coming through. Gabby Moreno hits his first Wasn't home run. something, hey? Yeah, and then Otto Lopez is impossible to get out all of a sudden. It was those guys kind of just injecting life into kind of an otherwise just blah set of days there. But all in all, what it was is just like nice little tune-up games for them to kind of stay in the mix. The pitchers are staying fresh. Yusei Kikuchi really impressed. And I know we argued about this last time. I thought there was no way he would be on the playoff roster, but the way he pitched against Baltimore, hey, maybe maybe it happens. You never know. Uh, the key thing from the Baltimore, <laughs> Baltimore series was that nobody got hurt. And oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that really was. And it looks like the injured guys are maybe inching towards a return as well with Espinal and Gurriel both having gone back to Toronto a day early so they could get their reps in in the controlled environment of the Dome. And that would be something that definitely affects their plans with the playoff roster as well. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued with this Kikuchi thing, man, because I... It's, it's hard to go deep yeah. in the playoffs with only one left-handed pitcher on your entire roster. But it's a best of three, right? It and is. that's where... You could argue in a best of three, you'd be you'll get more value out of a extra pinch runner on the bench or having the ability to easily use an extra pinch runner than you would out of who's essentially a mop up guy. You say Kikuchi, right? That's true. But then if you just look at the pitchers you're gonna have in the mix, you can ask yourself, okay, like who's more likely to contribute in this situation? Is it Zach Pop or You say Kikuchi? You know? Yeah, that's fair. I just if the decisions between Pop and Kikuchi Sure. If the decision's between Zimmer and Kikuchi, mm. I think I go Zimmer because, again, I don't think Kikuchi impacts you in that positive of a way. If you use him, it's because something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Whereas with Zimmer, if he's there or if it's the de- decision, if Zimmer's on your roster anyways, then the decision's between Kikuchi or Mourinho. Doesn't Zimmer seem prime? And I know you said Vladdy's going to have a big moment in this playoffs. And look, there's no way 
Bradley Zimmer is going to take an at-bat in this series unless a game goes 17 innings or something weird like that. But there's no way in, like, a normal situation that Zimmer is going to have an at-bat. But doesn't it seem like he's primed just to, like, show up and either score from second on a little single, like Derek Fisher 2017 style uh, against the Dodgers, or make a magnificent catch in center field? Doesn't it just feel like that would be a perfect thing to happen this year after everyone's like, why is Zimmer here? What, what are they doing with this guy? Why is he here? Blah, blah, blah. And surely if he does wind up on the playoff roster people are gonna spaz they're gonna be like oh what's this guy doing here he can't hit you know the vibes right the vibes the vibes yes it's giving me dalton pompey vibes remember whoa, when he whoa, swiped whoa, whoa, those whoa. two big bags i do because i remember what didn't happen after that <laughs> still that wasn't on dalton pompey he stole his no, bases wasn't. he got the job done dalton pompey did his job in 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 that situation against kansas city but if <laughs> if zimmer's in the same spot let's hope they don't strand him Yes, certainly. Um, anyways, I just think with Kikuchi, or maybe it's the decision with Pop, you might benefit more from having an extra guy in your lineup available off your bench to give John Schneider the flexibility to optimize certain situations for them. Yeah, so. and and Schneider's been push, pushing all the right buttons with this group that he has. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a damn shame they can't do... 28 guys on the playoff roster like they had all of September because they had a really good thing going with when Zimmer would come in and when JBJ would play mm-hmm. with Merrifield bouncing around everywhere, Moreno yeah. third catcher. It was really fantastic. So yeah, a few difficult decisions to make, but I'm not sure if it's, it, we're probably just ultimately overthinking it just because we don't probably have much are. to think about today. At the end of the day, they're going to, and I just want to keep talking baseball because I can't wait for this game to start tomorrow. The, the yes. ups, the pluses of having the early start, is one, we don't have to wait all day for the game because I'd be sitting on pins yes. and needles. And two, a nice little excuse to crack a couple beers. Yeah, it's a nice nice excuse to take an early day yeah. for everyone. Um, so anyways, if I had to, this is a question I wanted to ask you. Um, if you had to pick, Jays win this series. In whatever fashion they win it, who's the unsung hero we're going to be talking about? Who's the guy who is not... You know, Bo, Vlad, and Springer, and Manoa, and Gosman. Who's the guy that's going to come through and give us a big moment here? That's interesting. I think it could go a few different ways. It feels like a Whit Merrifield or a Rymel Tapia, one of those two is really prime for that. Whit Merrifield, of course, has been on fire. He's as bad as he seemed when they acquired him from Kansas City. He's, what, like two, three years removed from leading the American League in hits, still like a, a, a very good player yeah. recently. Uh, and then Tapia, he's been, has had a lot of really interesting flashes all year. And he's had these, these big moments where he just comes through and gut punches the other team. Think about Boston in July when he hits the inside the park grand slam. And you know, that's not entirely all on him. That's partially all on Boston center fielder, just totally mailing it in. But he, hilarious. he just has that. And it, it happened multiple times throughout the year. He comes up with these weird, weird, inexplicable moments. And I could absolutely see Ramel Tapia hitting you know, uh, an infield single and then Seattle fucking up and throwing it into the outfield and him winding up on like third base or something like that in the eighth or ninth inning of a game. That's just the kind of thing that would happen. And then you look at the relievers, maybe a guy like Tim Mesa, another guy who's been quietly very good all year. Yeah. Just, just somebody like that. That's the thing with the Jays is there's, and we've been saying this since the beginning of the year, the reason that we weren't nervous about the optimism for 2022 was that the Jays boasted a tremendous amount of depth and that's where I think we're going to see it really come through in this playoff series is they have a lot of guys who can come through and do good things for them. Yeah, and, and they're just, they're deeper again. I'll keep going back. This is the reason why I like taking the Jays to win this series, not just because this is a Blue Jays podcast, but that <laughs> order one through nine is just deeper. And 
I don't know. If this was a best of seven, I would almost feel more confident in the Jays Probably. despite the pitching difference. Because again, I just go over the course of seven games. Like I just think this team would grind you down so hard, mm-hmm. always having to face this one through nine as stacked as it is over and over and over again. In a best of three, there's just that element of randomness. And that's honestly the only concern I have with this thing is that that weird little bit of like, oh man, it's a best of three. And and, and we have to give Seattle credit too. Yep. Like they're they're a good team. They, they deserve team. to be here. They just like us last year, they finished just slightly on the outside looking in they almost ended a very long postseason drought last year with a really weird team it was um a group that did really well in one one run games they had a really good bullpen they had a lot of comebacks like this is a scrappy strange team that's good at winning stupid games and I think a big part of that is they have a really good bullpen and the bullpen gets even better because as we know this is a three-game series so you have a guy like George Kirby a rookie who's been unbelievably good in the starting rotation probably falls behind Robbie Ray, Luis Castillo, and Logan Gilbert and winds up in the bullpen. So you have a guy like that, whereas from the Blue Jays, it's, you know, Jose Barrios or Kikuchi is going into the pen, and you're like, eh, it's not quite the same thing that Seattle has going on. So uh, as dominant as Toronto's lineup is, I do think Seattle probably has the edge with pitching. Though I'll circle back to what I said before, which is that no pitcher is better than Alec Manoa in this series. No doubt. And that is, we talked about unsung heroes. You mentioned a guy like Ryan Altapia. I would go with a guy like Danny Jansen. I think a guy like Danny Jansen has the potential to have a big playoff moment. He's got this knack for when he gets hot, he's really hot. And and he gets hot with the long ball specifically. Um, So I do like Jansen. um, But... We can talk about unsung heroes all we want. The Jays will, in all likelihood, win or lose this series with their star players, and you could argue there's no star bigger than the guy who's going to get the ball on night one, and that's Alec Manoa. So, um, yeah, Manoa holds a tremendous amount of swing power in this in terms of he pitches lights out, things really tilt in the Jays' favor. Yeah, Manoa gives up. I'm not, I don't even want to say it. Whoa. Has a not-great outing. Things really shift in Seattle's favor. Um, so it'll be interesting. 4 o'clock Eastern, Friday. Vibes. Um, let's go around the league. Let's take a look at these other series, um, starting with one that will start at noon Eastern time. So again, Jays like there's is Cleveland going to be rocking this, at noon on a Friday? This, Maybe. this series should be happening at like eight a.m. local time. It should just be <laughs> they just need to get it over with. Like nobody should be watching this. This is gross. And you also know Bieber versus McClanahan game one. This game is going to end like. 3-1 because someone hits a three-run bomb off a bullpen arm in like the bottom of the eighth or something. Either that or Cleveland scraps their way to, you know, seven consecutive singles at some point or Tampa Bay hits like three different solo <laughs> home runs or something. It's not going to be like an that. exciting series, I don't think. Yeah, this is going to be hard to watch. And I mean, even if you watched, like we, we saw the Rays up close and personal in 2020 and that's when they were better and more star-studded. But we've seen so much of the Rays and we know how frustrating they are. And then yeah. we've seen a little bit of Cleveland. They're not the same Cleveland they were in 2016, of course, mm-hmm. but they have a similar essence. They pitch incredibly well. They're a scrappy team that hits a lot of singles and they're very annoying these two teams have the exact same energy, and it's just I am very happy the Jays are not playing either of them in the first round in a three-game series. This is the matchup we wanted. Knock on wood. Hopefully we're not doing our postseason pod next week saying, oh, <laughs> shit, that wasn't the smart thing to say. But it is. It's the matchup I, I think is the best one for the Jays. Uh, moving over to the National League, I will give you, Coombsy, my favorite bet, courtesy of our friends over at Points Bet Canada. I like the Phillies at plus 115 to beat the Cardinals in that series. That's an interesting... The, the National League teams are kind of hard to predict. I haven't paid a tremendous amount of 
attention to what went on in the National League. The one thing that does sort of seem inevitable is the Mets losing their playoff series, but they're also playing the Padres, another team that just feels very cursed. So that's 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 a really weird matchup there. But I saw a really good tweet about the Mets that said, nobody can win 100 games in a season and have it still feel miserable quite like the Mets can. And that's exactly what they did. It was, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they led their division for a good chunk of the season and then swoop comes Atlanta right at the end of the year and just takes it from them. Whichever one of those two teams, San Diego or, or the Mets, whichever one loses, that is, <laughs> it feels like a catastrophic result. Yeah. For the Padres, you went and you, and I get that Juan Soto is a long-term play, but you acquire Soto, and it's like, all right, we are primed for a World Series run this year. And then for you to potentially not get past the Mets, that's hilarious. For the Mets to have the lead they did, like you said, and for them to not get out of this would also be hilarious because it's the Mets. It is. It would just be a Mets thing to do. But look at San Diego, man. Like, they, they're supposed to be Blue Jays West. You know, they, 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 they drafted and developed a tremendous amount of talent. Juan Soto just turned out to be a piece of shit. <laughs> Well, but you look at it, and all they've done, all they've done in these years, is they lost three nothing. Sorry, did the, I say Soto? I meant Tatis. Yeah. I meant Fernando Tatis. Yeah, you said here. Soto. You, you meant Tatis. Soto who, seems like a great guy. And Tatis injured himself uh, doing what? Biking in the off season? Yeah, like a motorcycle, and then got busted for steroids and lied about it a bunch of times. Yeah, so Classic. just 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 a horrific thing to happen to San Diego. So having that <laughs> looming, and all you've done, you made the playoffs once, and it was in the COVID year. Um, and you got in and just got swept aside easily by the LA Dodgers in the division series. So <laughs> if they do lose to the Mets here, and losing to the Mets would be something spectacular because this is the Mets we're talking about. So if you But have- also like I, I like the Mets in that because how are you supposed to beat Scherzer and DeGrom? But it would be so the most good. Mets thing ever to go into a three-game series with Scherzer and DeGrom and lose, would it not? Like, yeah. That's perfect. Okay. It just seems like, I don't know, if there was a way for both these teams to lose, it would make a lot of sense. <laughs> Like nothing's yeah, nothing's. It just seems so cursed. All right, official prediction time here. Yep. Tampa, Cleveland. I'm saying Cleveland in three. I agree with that. I, I agree. think the Shane Bieber start is a big factor in this. Um, I think that bullpen is just really, really good. Um, so I go with Cleveland three. Yeah, I don't feel like the Rays have quite the same level of raise energy this year and we're a vibes podcast we we openly admit yeah. that it's a it's a lot of feeling just wow, i think this i think that anecdotes but it doesn't feel like the rays quite have the same juice they do this year that they have in the past they don't have the same dominant bullpen with never-ending 101 mile an hour arms that throw weird sliders they don't <laughs> seem to have that anymore yeah absolutely uh the next one jay's mariners i don't I'm going Jays in two. You think it takes three? Do you think it takes three? I think it takes three. I think Seattle, we should give Seattle a bit more credit. They're a good team. I I don't think the Jays can. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm going to say the Jays win a very tight 4-2 game in the opener. And then Gosman comes out and just gives us a lights-out electric performance. Seattle makes it close at the end. I'm getting very specific here. Seattle makes it close at the end after the Jays go up 5-0 during Manoa's in, or during Gosman's innings. Seattle makes it close 5-3. Romano comes in. Bang, bang, bang. Game over, series over. On I to the think, next. Okay, a bit different from me. I agree they're going to win game one with Manoa. I think they're going to do Stripling in game two, and he's going to get out-dueled by Robbie Ray in his return to Toronto. And then game three is when you're going to have the master class from Gosman. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I, I could get on board with that uh, series of events as well. Um, all right. The other series going to the NL. What do you, what's your prediction? I'm saying <laughs> Phillies in two. I'm going to say they sweep the Cardinals. I think Phillies, I, I think the Phillies will, I don't know. That's a tough one. The Cardinals have, the Cardinals, the Cardinals have a weird pedigree of just, they, they always tend to do well in the playoffs quietly. We, we never really come into a playoffs being like, oh, yeah, the Cardinals are the team to beat. But they also have the mm-hmm. magic of Albert Pujols. It's, I, oh. I don't know what's going on there. Talking about vibes. They have yeah. good vibes this year. Yeah. See that video of Molina, Wainwright, and yeah. Pujols all walking off at the same time? That's like, good vibes. You just have a thing like that going on right there, and you're not going to lose to the Philadelphia Phillies, who remember when the Jays were playing the Phillies this year in Philly and how bad they looked? Just how yeah. discombobulated they were. And it seems like the only really reason the Phillies even got in is because the Brewers had no desire to make the playoffs whatsoever. So I don't know if the Phillies are that good. I feel like St. Louis has this probably in two or three. But I'll probably go I'll I'll go with three. I feel like a lot I, I feel like all of these are gonna go three. It's in a best of three, it's very hard to be like to look at something and be like, ah, okay, it's gonna end in two. But the reality is I highly doubt all four of these series are going to go three games, although wouldn't that be something for Major League Baseball? You get these, you get four win-in-your-in games in a row. That'd That'd be be awesome. Um, Padres-Mets, what do you got? (sighs) I'm going to begrudgingly go with the Mets. Even I feel both of these teams are cursed, but uh, I think what you said was right. You have Scherzer and DeGrom. I I don't know how you... What are you going to do? Beat both of them? I I don't feel like that's happening. The Mets have really good starting pitching. Um they're going to have a weird playoff meltdown at some point this 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 fall. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll come against the Padres, who are probably more cursed than they are right now. Okay. What's your pick? I think I want to go Mets. Uh, and I'll go, I will say this one does go three. So each series will have one end in a sweep and one go three. Um, I will say somehow the Mets, and it'll be... I'll tell you this. The Mets will lose one of those starts. Even though they win the series, they will lose out of the, the, the Grom or Scherzer start in 
painful fashion. <laughs> like they will be up for nothing and the trumpets will be playing as he comes in. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to give up like five runs without recording it out. Like, or like Lindoro let one go through his legs in the 11th inning. The Mets will lose one of those games just awfully and it'll be hilarious, but then they'll still win the series and it'll be fine. Yeah. One of those two teams is going to have like a Bill Buckner moment. Yeah. Actually, there's one thing I want to bring up with you because you mentioned vibes multiple times in this podcast and the head-to-head between the Blue Jays and Mariners this year, specifically when they met in Seattle, featured extremely cursed vibes against the Blue Jays. It did. like It was bad. They lost in four straight, but if that, was that the Vladdy's glove play? The Vladdy glove was on the Sunday when they got swept. Yeah. And that was an ugly series. That was frustrating. That was one of the lowest points of the season for us when we thought, oh, geez, Maybe this team just doesn't have it. And then, you know, they get swept and Charlie gets fired. John Schneider comes in and then, woof, off to the sun. 101 win pace once Schneider took 101 over. 101 win pace. So are you at all nervous that Seattle has the vibes on their side given the way things went in that series? Or is this just random July dog days of summer baseball that don't really, it doesn't matter that much? Seattle got all their good bounces in that series. <laughs> They're not getting any knots. That's why I say Jason too, Cam. Come on. Yeah, the, Seattle got all their amazing bounces. Gabby Moreno dropped that weird pop-up. It's also like if you, yeah. think, you think back to that series and it's like, it was so cursed. Does, it, does it really matter how the Jays did in a series where you had Anthony Banda, Casey Lawrence, uh, Max Castillo, Sergio Romo all pitching at the same time? Like, does that really matter? Those aren't the same Blue Jays as the Blue Jays of October. So the vibes are different. Vibes are different. Uh, just quickly, our friends at Points Bet Canada have the Jays at minus 170 to win this series, meaning you'd have to risk $170 to win 100 But if you want to bet on the Jays to sweep, that bad boy is plus 175 which means you would profit $175 off a $100 bet. Shout out to Points Bet Canada. Shout out to DoorDash as well. Ding dong. Oh, are you, you going to do it? Are you going to put, 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 put money on the Jays sweeping? Yes. You are? Yeah. I'm, so. I'm going to bet all four of my predictions, actually. That's what I'm yeah, going to do. Yeah, why not? Honestly. Um, Thank you. I'm heartbroken because remember on the last show I shared, <laughs> I had the Jays over 92 and a half wins, and yeah. Mitch White gives up a three-run bomb that kills a season-long bet for me. I'm very upset. But one of our <laughs> listeners did tweet me, and they had bet it when it was the line hadn't moved yet, and it was 91 and a half. So they won by one game. So shout out to that listener. Yeah, shout out to Mitch White for uh, blowing that so the Jays didn't have to use another pitcher in the bottom of the ninth inning. That was a good move to rest the bullpen. The only way I'll forgive Mitch White is if that move to rest the bullpen did indeed help them win this series, and I'll win my money back on this series, right? Yeah, so if yeah, the Jays if the Jays do wind <laughs> up winning the series and it's because of a lockdown inning from some reliever, we'll say it's because Mitch White allowed from that David home Phelps. run. Exactly. So um, uh, Adam Simber didn't have to pitch or something. Yeah. I don't know. All right, uh, that's going to be a wrap for this episode. Enjoy the playoffs, everybody. We are in uh, our content plan. Yes. We are going to drop a pod tomorrow after the game. Yes, Reaction after game pod. one. Immediate, immediate... Um, Reaction, yes. Immediate vibes. Okay, immediate vibes pod coming after game one, so we'll chat with you then. Enjoy it, everybody. Best wishes. Thanks for tuning in to Blue Jays Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to never miss an episode. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.